yo, what's what's good, everyone? Welcome back to the Creative Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Kalindras, and we got another another cool guest here, man. Uh, this this guy now we go way back, almost like four or five years ago. But uh, let me introduce you to my good friend Adrian Yadal. What's up? What's up? How's it going, Kevin? Pretty good, man. How about you? It's going great. Um, it's been a tough couple. It's been, in days, yeah, I mean, um, for, for all of us, I feel like. Yeah, before we get into it, I just kind of want to say, like, this episode's a little special because we will be talking a lot about Kobe Bryant and the Lakers and right. what he meant to us and the city of L.A., basically, but um, I know I have some personal stories, Adrian has some personal <laughs> stories, and then after that, we'll be going into a little more about Adrian, talking about... What he's what he's been up to since we last saw each other. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> but yeah, um, I guess before that, let's just talk about how we know each other. Right, right, right. Um, so you and I obviously know each other from Brian Shave Ice. It was uh, yep. <laughs> the Brian Shave Ice store down Southtown, West LA. Yep. And uh, yeah, this guy basically got hired <laughs> through Brian, and then I just thought he was like kind of a geeky kind of like. <laughs> awkward tall guy but yeah i kind of took him under my wing kind of gave him some wisdom and i'm really happy for you right now man i appreciate it man yeah well once i started this podcast adrian was one of the first people to text me congratulations and he was proud of me and it meant a lot because i always i always saw you as a mentor right and um yeah looking back like five years ago like i was just like yeah it was like such a weird like just tall kid who was working with you. But we had a lot of deep conversations about well, life. Very, very deep conversations just because, I mean, those days when we, when it was yeah. slow. Yeah. yeah we, we were fucking around a lot and like, it was Basically, fun. Like, it, was, yeah. it was fun. But we learned that we both liked the Lakers. We right. both, and we, you know, we bonded over that and yeah. basketball in right. general. But um, we were, before we started recording, we were talking about how you kind of gave me this wisdom you know, you were around what twenty five. I was like, I was probably twenty five years old. Yeah, and I was <clears throat> eighteen. Right, but the reason why I I would give you this wisdom is because I would see eighteen year olds, unlike you, just like I was. I was eighteen once. I do a lot of dumb shit. Yeah. Right, and I wish I had maybe somebody, a big brother, mm-hmm. around that time to kind of navigate you know, my life a little bit more. But for me, <clears throat> I didn't really have a male figure. Yeah. I kind of looked to Kobe Bryant, yeah. obviously. But the thing is, it was the most personal, non-personal relationship. Right. You could you could you could say that as well. I mean I don't I don't know Kobe personally. Yeah. But through his work ethic and through his interviews and all that, I just you, you felt him. like you knew him too, you yeah. know like, yeah. like it's like Uncle Kobe, you know, like... Exactly. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, last, last, almost, what, eight days ago now? Right. Kobe passed away, tragic, tragic helicopter yeah. right. accident. You know, I mean, <clears throat> like, the words, words can't explain, like, how yeah. I felt, how the city felt. You know, we were saying how, like, you know, you go outside and, like, the world stopped. It was, it was one of those moments. My mom compared it to, like, when Prince died. For her generation, it was like a very shocking thing. Michael Jackson too, to an extent. Well, for for my mom, it's kind of like Princess Diana dying. Oh yeah. 
I mean, I don't know that personally because obviously yeah. I was probably a little boy then, but yeah. <clears throat> she told me that it was kind of like a Princess Diana effect. She was very connected, again, personally, mm. non-personal kind of connection Yeah. because she was watching this lady, like, you know, throughout her life. But for me, Kobe, I've been watching this guy since I was seven. Right. You know, to the number eight, cocky, arrogant kind of swag. Yeah. But you kind of, as you grew to know him, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't because he was cocky. He could back it up. Yeah, you know like what I mean. He, he had that level of confidence. <laughs> you know, a lot of people could say they have confidence, but they can't like back they can't up. yeah back it up. It's but you know, up, he went out there every night. He backed it up. He talked shit, and well, he like. Well, also now there are videos surfacing of young Kobe and him going to like schools and. Mm-hmm. Just giving wisdom to yeah. like kids, like kids like uh, there was a high school basketball player in the names of Sebastian Telfair, and mm-hmm. he was there in that video, and he's Stefan Marbury's cousin. Uh-huh. And so you're just seeing these guys who, I mean, he's not in the league anymore, but he was up and coming. Yeah. But Kobe was just like talking wisdom, like. Mm-hmm. Take care of your your school. Take care of your work. You know what I mean. Yeah. Practice every day. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think the media really like. I don't want to say like over blew it, but like, we didn't know Kobe Mm-mm. as much as we thought we did. Mm-mm. They I, skewed it. Yeah, they definitely skewed it. I they mean, skewed it to how they wanted it because of the Shaq and Kobe thing. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It like, was it was <clears throat> it was for views. It was for entertainment. Of like. Course. Yeah, you know, that's that's how the media runs. But think about it. If let's say there was Twitter and we, we didn't have Twitter and Instagram yeah. back in the day. Yeah, it would have been crazy. It'd have been crazier, <laughs> it right? Been fucking crazy. It'd have been like, oh wow, we know everything about this guy. Yeah. I think it's because of that. Yeah, like, even it, even to an extent like Jordan, like when I've read <laughs> books on Jordan, there's so many things I've learned through right. like journalists that you know, you we didn't have Twitter or anything, so we don't know what you went gotta on. Read it. You gotta, you gotta read, read it, the yeah. archives, man. And that's why even a lot of people yeah. don't know now because they don't fucking read. <laughs> like, but, that's um, the problem, dude. Yeah. We have a big problem in that um, right now with like young kids, and that's why like young young guys like you, when I when mm. I was working at Brian Shea Vice with you, I would just talk. It was like, yo, man. For example, we would we would work with a couple of our coworkers, and I would just <laughs> see, and you see me mad, right? Mm-hmm. You see me upset because. It's like, what's the thought process? Why are you stopping? Like, yes, we are in a small Hawaiian shave ice, you know, store. Yeah. And it's very simple. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, people can just, you know, demean it and just be like, oh, it's it's just this. But why not just like, just do it. Do it. Yeah. Start. What I really learned is you start from the bottom. Mm -hmm. This is, this is all meaningful. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you got scrub floors. Yeah, I scrub floors for Brian. Yeah, he told me to scrub that because it was dirty, and yeah. I did it anyway. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it it's it, it means something. Like it's, it's like work ethic. Exactly. Hard work. It means something. That's pride. why, and that's why yeah. I would always talk in your ear, like, yeah. "Hey, man, this is this is this is just we're not just like making syrup here." Yeah, you can take this. Exactly. Everything everything is a life lesson, man. Exactly. Like. You exactly. you integrate whether it's like you said the bo- doing the bottom like job scrubbing floors like when you get into that high position if you maintain that work ethic dude the world is yours man exactly 
and but that's the thing you got to maintain that you got and you got to you got to uh, basically if you're get the leaders leadership position whatever yeah. you are you can't forget about the people under you because mm. if, if they see that you have slacked off in a little little, little way they will yeah. respect you yeah I see that a lot in my job right now mm-hmm. you know what I mean there's in the industry I feel like leaders should really take we talked about this before we yeah. started recording is accountability yeah and when people see that when they see oh hey this guy's yo he's doing dishes mm-hmm. you know for example in my in, in, in the kitchen like oh my god he's doing the dishwasher position like he, he doesn't have to do that they follow you know some people follow that and then they see that and those guys become leaders you know you see people fall behind man all the time yeah and i see it all the time yeah I, I have friends that, like, I've seen <clears throat> fall behind, and I'm just like, yo, I wish I could be there for you, but, right. like, you know, if you're falling behind, like, I'll, I'll help as much as I can, exactly. but I gotta do my own thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, you can talk wisdom mm. all you want to people. But it's their they, responsibility to... They gotta apply it. Exactly. If they don't apply it, then... What's the point? What's the point, right? So, that's why... Kevin Calendris, I'm so fucking happy for you, man. You got a podcast going. You got, this guy's going to be big, man. Thank you, thank you. I swear. So, um, can, can you kind of like recollect the moment you found out right. Kobe passed away? Right, well, wow. <clears throat> so it was last Sunday. And, um, you know, every every Sunday, Monday, or Saturday, Actually, every Saturday night, I come down or come up to LA mm. from San Diego because I moved. I, t- I told you I moved. Yeah. Uh, and um, so my girlfriend has a restaurant out in Agoura Hills, near Calabasas too. Right. Yeah. You know, where it happened. And I do inventory with her, you know, just like, you know, get produce and everything like that. And, mm. you know, try to help her and I drive her around and everything like that. My homies start blowing me up. And yeah. usually it's just like, ah oh, man, they're just it's just fucking banter again. Yeah. He's gonna stop my shit. Yeah. I check my phone and it's a TMZ like link and I'm just like, Kobe dies in a helicopter. I'm just like, yo, no way. Yeah. I'm just texting him like, yo, don't give me Hey man, this is this is not mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't fucking play with this shit. Yeah, like right? you know what I mean? And of course, I'm like look, looking at like reports. My my girlfriend's getting pissed off at me because she's like, what, "What's going on? Why are you looking at her phone? I'm like, come on, help me out!" Right. And uh, what? When I finally knew, I was. I remember I was holding a case of cucumbers. Mm-hmm. I was at Canton in in downtown LA. Right. Uh, it's kind of like a Costco, but it's a it's like a Chinese okay. Costco. You know, cool. you can get produce and everything. Like yeah. That. But I literally dropped the case of cucumbers and I'm just like, no, no fucking way. And I look around, everybody's on their phone. Yeah. It was yep. like that moment, like, wait, everybody knows what yeah. I know. And my girl's not really a big basketball fan, nor she was, a, you know, a Kobe, Kobe. Mm-hmm. but it affected her too. It was just like, wait, what's, what's wrong? And like Kobe's gone and it was like that moment of like silence and you know I'm texting everyone 
and it, it was like the weirdest thing because people started calling me mm -hmm. like people from like my mom called me are you okay like she said she she thought of me right away because as a young kid like all I wanted to, to do was become a basketball player obviously yeah. that didn't happen <laughs> but <laughs> love playing basketball to this day but she knew like are you are you okay yeah and that was just like obviously we weren't we, we weren't okay but um I don't I, I, I felt numb I, I didn't even feel I didn't feel shit basically that day went on I hit up my really good friend Ryan Piowski um shout out <laughs> um and we went to LA Live like hours after you know he passed away and you just see like it's 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 unreal like you you see the screen at Xbox Live and mm -hmm. it's in memory of Kobe Bryant 1978 2020 that's doesn't even it doesn't real. even feel real like like, it does, like looking at it is hard to like comprehend exactly you know? like, it right register. your your brain is like no like Photoshop man hell like, no yeah. this this is stupid like it it kind of make for me I'm angry. Mm -hmm. I'm mad, dude. Like, don't fucking play this right now. But it's one of those things where, like, I'm I'm remembering like watching movies and you know this this character dies and I'm just like, or like let's say like Batman dies, mm -hmm. right? Um, and you see his grave, you're like, nah, he's not dead. Yeah, like he's that. Not. It's just such a disbelief, right? He's like, nah, he's not dead. He's somewhere like, yeah, kicking it right. Yeah, now. but this is like he's gonna come back, you know, like. Back. Yeah, but it's like it hits. It like when it really hit me was, you know, I I, I took a few shots. You just I was at. I remember I was. Uh, um, I forgot what it's what the name was of the bar, but I was at a bar with my friend Ryan and taking shots. And we were just talking about like memories and how it can't. It's this is this can't be. You know, and we just started talking about how much he meant to us. Got home. I think it might have been like 11 o'clock and I was just like, man, I'm going to sleep. Mm -hmm. And that's when it really like, <clears throat> it really hit me. Yeah. I bawled uncontrollably because it was, it felt like when my dad passed away when I was 12, 13, all over again. Because like for me, my mom's my mom was a, a single parent after my dad died, and I didn't really have a male figure. Again. You you were still pretty young too, so yeah. it's like those development years, you exactly. know, they're crucial. I, you need it's crucial. You need somebody that's like, yeah, hey, yo, you gotta you gotta do this. Yeah, you gotta do the right thing. And I watched that guy play, watch his videos nonstop. Shaq and Kobe were always like my favorite players, like that duo, like yeah. they can conquer everything. Superman, Batman, mm -hmm. kind of thing, you know. And it just I was just like crying uncontrollably because my hero's gone. You just can't believe it. So yeah, that's 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 basically that was the Sunday. Even even the the, the, the Monday right after was like yeah. 
you try to like look at Twitter and yeah, I had to stay away from all that. Right, like, social I, media sucks. Like it's like you know, part of the healing for me is like just not seeing it, but it's but almost you can't. It's, it's almost a, like a fucking humanist. Like for us now, at least yeah, twenty twenty. It's like you can't get away from it. You're like, wait, is it, is it really real? And then yeah. you start seeing seeing the Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, you know what I mean. The tributes are coming out. The tributes coming out, and um, the girl dad one. Yeah, I forgot her name. Yeah, yeah. the girl dad one was like, oh my god. Yeah. And then I get pissed at all the fucking dads that are just like not (laughs) present in their dad's life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, this guy. This guy was the definition of the modern day hero for a lot of. Angelinos, man. It's, yeah. It's yeah, it was dope. He he's a dope. He's the he's. The, I'm sorry, LeBron James, but he's really the real king of LA. Oh yeah. There's he came no into doubt. games like yo. It was like royalty. People like yeah. down down to him. These all these videos surfacing now, like holy shit. It's Gigi and and, and Kobe. Like people are like literally like standing yeah. up for this guy. Like oh my god, it's Kobe Bryant. How like it's gone. I mean, another thing that's so upsetting is he had forty more years of, of being a dad and like, and then passing on the next culture. generation. He moved the culture. You know how Alan Iverson moved the culture? Yeah. This guy moved masses throughout like, the fucking world. Yeah, like, like was globally. Morning. Yeah, China is morning. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he was an ambassador of the sport, dude. Like. He was like an ambassador of life, an ambassador of sport, like everything he did. Just everything he did, man. People like, praised him. It's. He was. Dude, it, it's almost like a fucking religion, like, and one. Mm. We were his disciples, man, like. Yeah. But. We gotta just. To move on, it's really like to tell our children. And their and their children yeah. had to tell their children like, hey man, mm. this is the mentality. Yeah. Like, if you want to be successful in life, that's his legacy, honestly. The legacy, yeah, exactly. Like, like we we all him. know like how well he was on the court. Like you know he's one of the best players ever. But his true legacy is like literally Mamba mentality. Like yeah. pointing that like phrase and like lifestyle and like mm-hmm. life choice. Mm-hmm. That's his legacy, man. Forever. Yeah. Forever, man. It's it's really anyone can relate to that. No matter what you do. No matter what you, exactly. I don't care if you're exactly. not into sports, if you don't like basketball, that mentality applies to whatever Anything. you do. Anything. And that's whatever. the thing. And you can apply it to your industry. I apply it to my industry mm-hmm. all the time, man. Like people look at me weird mm. at work sometimes. They're like, Hey man, why why are you doing that? It's like I'm passionate, man. It's, like, for me. it's for me. Yeah. And I'm supporting you. Mm. I love my, I like, I love this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I, I love doing prep work. I love, you know, writing things down so I'm organized. You know what I mean? Um, obviously love cooking. Yeah. And plating and all that. But also, I love, it's, I play team sports all my life. Mm-hmm. And what, what it really, like, taught me is you really got to trust teammates and you got to know their personalities yeah everybody's different you can't just be like the same to everybody yeah you know what i mean yeah 
Like, like I, I was actually listening to something today where like someone was talking about how like you know Kobe would treat like Powell differently versus like Lamar Odom or, uh, versus Tess. like exactly Derek Fisher. Derek like he didn't yeah. have to say anything to Derek right. Fisher because right. you know they he, they had yeah, they had a connection. Yeah, yeah. But someone like Paul Gasol who was he new to the a team, more push exactly. Put a you know gold medal. In yeah, his face. in his locker. <laughs> his locker, you know. Yeah. Or uh, there was that LeBron James story where I think. LeBron had the ball and uh, uh, Kobe set a screen mm-hmm. and pow he, he knocked pow basically on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you hear about yeah, that? Yeah. It's like, yo, you gotta be tougher. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not to bully or anything yeah. like that. It's like, yo, I'm gonna get into your head, mm-hmm. but are you gonna apply it now? Are you do are you do you know the bigger meaning to this? Mm-hmm. And he made you think and that's cool man. Like that's that was the dope part about Kobe Bryant. Like he made you fucking think like alright. Yeah, I've <clears throat> I've heard a lot of people say like or not a lot of people, especially from this area, but I will hear like, oh like he's just a person. Why are you so like upset? And mm-hmm. like and to me like it goes way further than just me being a fan of him as mm-hmm. a basketball player. Yeah. When I think about Kobe Bryant, I think about all the memories of me and my dad and my sister mm-hmm. like watching mm-hmm. games yep. together. Yep. So when he died, it felt like that part of my life died too, you know? <sighs> and that's that's the toughest part for me cuz like, you know, as soon as like this I found out, like I texted my dad right away. I texted my sister and we were just in shock and like it just made me think about a lot of memories that I I didn't I don't want to say forget about but like I didn't I don't think about all the time you know because it's it's locked in there but as soon as this happened I'll never forget like 2010 2008 like stuff like that like just with my dad like he was like blasting the game on the speakers and like me and my sister were so high we were young still like I was like excitement yeah the joy the the joy and like it's also like the joy of like having a relationship with my father or like exactly. my sister, you know, exactly. it's like, these are the memories. Like, it's not about basketball, man. It's, nope. it's about our relationship. It's more than that, dude. Exactly. Like, so we love the sport so much, but it's yeah. really more than that. Yeah. And like, even like, you know, thinking about my friends, like all the debates we've had, like all the times we went to go watch games or like talk about like a game yeah. that happened. Like, yeah. like a lot of my best friends, like they're Kobe fans. So like, I remember when we were young, we would just talk about him and like... I'm the same way with my, with my yeah. best friend. Shout out Bryce Hamaguchi, shout out. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> when he died for me, like, all those memories felt like they died with him, you know? Right. Like, and then like, you know, I text all my friends, we got on like FaceTime and stuff, and we were talking about the memories again, and I was like, man, this is the hardest part about it, you know? Like, I don't care that he scored 81, like, that's great, you know? Like, but I, I remember like, us talking about it and like like we're still friends after so many years you know and same with my dad like you know we a lot of our relationship comes from like sports and bond it's the bond really and 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 my friend ryan really touched on this he unless you're from here yeah you don't really you don't get it like get it you're like i could see why you're like sad yes but like it's a deep connection here man like it's something I've never felt about anything else here. You know, it's, I love the Dodgers. I love, yeah, I love the Dodgers. But um, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's like, different. If someone from the Dodgers died, I wouldn't feel that connection I felt with I'd like. I'd be sad. Still. I'd be sad, definitely. But I wouldn't feel like, like Kobe was a fucking superhero to me. Like it's yeah. like 
you know, I'm a huge like Batman Superman fan. If one of them dies, like, like I would be sad, you know, like. But you expect that because they're you, superheroes, exactly. you expect them to be like, oh, he's back. Yeah. Isn't and it? even like the last like few years of Kobe's career, like you know, it wasn't the greatest to watch, but I still felt the same excitement. Connection. Yeah. Like excitement of like, damn, like Kobe's out there and, doing and, his and, thing. And 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 the greatest thing is only Kobe would do it. Is his last game. Yeah. Put on the, a show. I, dude, I, had, I, had, I had to <laughs> watch that game this week. Put on a fucking show. Like, it was so, like, I couldn't just believe it. Like, this is, like, you know, a lot of people were, like, if someone were to write a movie of that game, right. whoever was, like, funding it would be, like, no, nah, this shit's too corny, you know? But it really happened, it you really know? Like, happened. that really happened. Yeah. And, yeah. like, any fucking story would be, like, no, nah, this is too cheesy. But... He fucking he was a superhero and like a lot of superhero stories are fucking cheesy. And, and and the thing that's crazy too, in that game you see a lot of faces, right? Yeah. A lot of greats too, and you're just like, man, they, they recognize this guy's greatness so yeah. much. Yeah. Like other players, they, like they are just like the same way we are. Yeah, I mean? like, like they're fans. Feeling, yeah, fan. like they right. Even like players like LeBron and stuff, you know, a lot closer to his age. Like, they still, like, they have that connection that we, like, a, a normal, you know, non-basketball players have. And it's just crazy to see that impact. Like, just seeing, like, those videos of people at, like, LA Live and, like, like they would not leave. Like, no. you know, it was the night of the Grammys or whatever. Right. And, like, they were, like, trying to separate and, 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 and the thing is, they were, I think the uh, Staples Center was trying to move them out. But, yeah. Yeah. This, nah, this, is not, this is a one-time thing. Like, yeah, this ain't happening, man. People are not... Yeah. Nah, don't come with that bullshit. Like, yeah. This is bigger than what your whole ceremony is right yeah. now. I'm sorry to say, but... For real. Kobe Bryant was really bigger than life. Yeah. And I, I think I think this was... I think I was uh, watching a John Sally interview yesterday. It was on Flat TV. And... He says something that was really cool, like, really, like, hit me. It seemed like Kobe did so much within, like, his lifetime where you and I, like, we're still kind of, like, yeah, you know, kind of uh, seeing our way a little bit yeah. in the industry and just kind of, you know, making our way through. But, man, so many memories. Like... Think about it, like seventeen to thirty-eight. Like <laughs> that's insane to me. Like insane, yeah. people saw him grow up from a kid, like right. he's not even an adult, to like a a man with four children. You know, like I. When do you ever see that? Stay like some like especially an athlete staying in the same city like for twenty years. You don't you don't see that. It's not a thing. Not anymore. Probably Dirk. Yeah. That's that's about it. But like even <laughs> him like. He doesn't have that connection with Dallas, you know, like, no. he'll never have that connection with Dallas, yeah. and it's, I don't know why, LA just is a different vibe. We're just a different, different beast. Yeah. We're a different, different city out here. It was just, the stars aligned with Kobe, but it ended so tragically. It's, I don't, I don't even know, man. It's, again, we're still talking about this to this. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like people are still going to keep talking about this for like I feel like weeks and months and yeah and they're just gonna talk about the memories but I mean this is 
is fucking tragic, man. I'll, I'll honestly never forget when I found out because... So I actually work for Nike now. Like, cool. And um, we were in like this marketing Nike meeting. And there was a lot of like high level like Nike from like from from Oregon there. And we all got the news at the same time. And these high level Nike employees were fucking crying like because they actually had like personal connections with Kobe because right. you know the brand and everything. Right. And just seeing like that, you know, I was like I really wanted to cry but I was in a place where like I didn't feel like comfortable, you know, like in front of these kind of Yeah, like these random yeah. people like <laughs> I don't want but as soon as like I remember we were supposed to be there till like 5 or 6 and this happened at what like 11 or 12 and they just said go home like we can't do this right now. But it's I remember I was driving home and I I put on ESPN like 710 radio and they were just talking about like Kobe memories and stuff and like I just started bawling, man. Like I could not believe how like how real it felt. Right. And then I got home, turned on ESPN, any fucking channel, basically like basically. news, yeah. news channels, ESPN, mm -hmm. Fox, everything. We're talking about it, right? And like I saw like I fucking saw like Stephen A. crying, and I was like, dude, like this is real. Like yeah. this man like looks like death right now, and like everyone else that was on and. And then they canceled the the Lakers the game. Lakers Clippers game. Yeah. And I was like, that's when I was like, fuck, man. Well, this the, is... the the craziest thing also is I think TNT did a really good tribute. Yeah. Instead of having the game, you saw that right. Yeah, it was at Staples Center. I think the hardest thing to watch was Jerry West and Shaq talk. Yeah. Because they really had a connection with this guy. Yeah. Like teammate. Yeah, I you know, father figure. I was listening to the radio and I heard like a, the Jerry West interview, and I love the story he said, like, because you know he works for the Clippers now. But um, when Kobe was, you know, yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah, when he was like contemplating on going to the Clippers, Clippers Jerry yeah. West was like, "You cannot go to that owner." Yeah. Like he straight up said that. Like he said that on radio for an organization he works for now. Obviously, like you know, it's a different regime. But like just it hearing that, matter yeah, at that time, exactly. Right, that's the, the thing. The moment I heard that, I was yeah. like, dude, like he does not give a fuck about basketball or like his no. job right now no. at all. Yeah. Like this is just a straight life thing. Straight up, yeah. And just hearing that had me so fucked up. Was I was like, real one right there. Yeah, he's like, like, yo, don't go, man. Yeah, this is gonna ruin. He he knew Jerry West is probably he's a fucking genius. 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 You know what I mean? So, but. Also, Shaq saying, you know, when he was breaking down and yeah. he was saying, this sucks because we're not going to be able to, to joke anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and also, like, of course, Kobe is if for sure valid, like, Hall yeah. of Famer. And, yeah, next year it was you know supposed I mean? to be, like, exactly. like, who didn't want to hear his speech? His speech. You know? It, it would have been, been probably legendary. fucking lit, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Shaq saying, like, who's going to have, like... You know, for for the Hall of Fame uh, speech, yeah, they like pick people to to like bring bring yeah. and stuff like that. And I thought it was really gonna be Shaq, and when Shaq said we can't, when when he can't joke with Kobe anymore, saying like, "Hi, you got you got four, and I got five, like, yeah, and think about like if see, we stayed together, I, we would have had ten, like that yeah. hit me because I'm like, yeah." Like, seeing Shaq drop his ego is fucking, fucking rare. Fucking yeah. yeah. like, so, like, you know, when he was crying and saying shit like that, I was like, dude, this guy just lost, like, 
I was so shocked to hear that they didn't talk for like so many years. Now at first he said like you know the um, his sixty point game, but it was like the interview. Of course, right. right, right. And I, I was still shocked though. I was like, that was like almost two years ago. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't know. Like, it seemed like he uh, Kobe talked to his kids. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, like the yeah. the messages and the stuff. messages, which is cool, man. Yeah, like imagine That's just dope. Kobe just DMing you like you good, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. I'd be like fucking like dude like this guy's my fucking uncle man. And like, I'm not and again I'm not Kobe Bryant but like yeah. that's why I like talking to you mm. who's younger than I am but if I can push a little bit of wisdom yeah. and experience from my end to you to you yeah and it it helps you that's why I'm like fucking happy because I'm like all right I did no. a little, I did a little bit of that yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. And like, I, Imagine all the messages Kobe sent that we'll never know about, never you know, know, like, right. like words of encouragement or like, right. you know, even stuff like criticism to help, you know, like right. constructive stuff. Like, right. we'll never know, but not like seeing something like that, I was like, he was everywhere and we just didn't know. Like, people respect him that much, you know, where they don't, they don't put out like what he says. Like, yeah. they feel honored and blessed that right. like fucking Kobe just messaged me or like exactly. called me or whatever, yeah. you know, like, right. Right. like the... Kawhi thing where he said like he called Kobe like after last year's championship I was just like like we never knew about that you know like it's all behind the scenes and same. Kobe that's the thing with I think Kobe Kobe was always moving in silence yeah in a way fucking Mamba bro you know what I mean like yeah. you don't have to he, he didn't need to be like oh look at me yeah he didn't have to be like that yeah I mean like you said he didn't have to be like that but he chose to be like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he, he he moved in silence, and he gave words of encouragement to all sorts of people. You didn't have to be a basketball player. And he, his words, like, moved. Moved the masses. I'm still, still fucking can't believe that this happened. But in a positive note, he's it's, it's really, I, I know, motivated... Or it's motivating a lot of people right now. And it's bringing people together, together. honestly. That's like, the greatest I've, thing. I've never seen, like, so many people just spread love. Isn't it crazy? Like, it, it takes this, you know? But it takes like, this. It's I, crazy. I was, like, talking to someone the other day, and they were, like, you know, the the kind of, like, it felt like God was, like, checking up on L.A., where, like, Nipsey was, like, kind of the first step. Right. And But... You know, like I, I was like sad about that, but I didn't have that this connection. And then this is like this everyone is... was like, okay, like you know, we need to start loving each other because yeah, a lot more because fucking Kobe's Checking dead. Out. You know, like right. that's something I never thought I would say until I was like sixty. You know, like like I, I have expected him to be over a hundred just because of who he was. You know, like well, we see, you know, the All Star game is going to be televised soon. Yeah, but that's like the biggest reunion for all basketball players in any era. Yeah, and that's when you see like Jerry West and, and you're Russell like, and Michael Jordan. Yeah, our era guy, our guy in our era is gone. Yeah, and it's crazy. crazy. It's crazy to think like this is like really the first big Laker besides like Wilt to die. Right. You know, like Magic's still around. That's something people would never would have thought. Like right. Kobe dies before Magic. There's no way, you know, well, like. Well, people that are older than me that are Magic guys, you know, yeah. in, that said that they were when they found out about the AIDS 
It was like HIV. It's HIV. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, they thought he was a goner. Yeah, like a few years and at they most. Were, they probably felt like us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And obviously he beat that. And it's one of those things you're like, Kobe yeah. Bryant didn't beat. Yeah. You know, but you know. It's it's still hard to fathom, honestly. But I, after like the last eight days, I feel a lot better. Oh right. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, like it's. You still see, you know, memories, and sometimes you do feel bad sadness. I, um, but it's for me, it's more so like, all right, he wants us to keep moving. It's more of an acceptance thing. Yeah, you know? I think the the first like few days was a lot of denial. Like, you know, this is like a nightmare. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm gonna wake up, it's gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. But um, even last night, like I was driving to Playa Vista. You know, you gotta go through like downtown so you see like staples and center and then you know i see the tribute at staples center and then there's like a bunch of buildings that are just like uh purple and gold and i'm just like man the city is mourning and like it's gonna be like this for a while for a while yeah and like like i wouldn't be surprised if it was like the whole year man like people people like aren't gonna be over it you know like there's there's a lot of reminders out there about kobe like Mm -hmm. even like you know if you have a memory of going somewhere when you watch this certain game, you know, like, it's tough. Like, you, you remember that. Right, right. It's it's going to be tough for a long time because of also, like, social media. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, social media is just so crazy now that you, in every, you know, turn or every glance of your phone, like, you'll see a reminder of COVID. So it's it's going to be tough. But, like you said, it's it's... For me, at least, and for, for you, I, I think it's, uh, I'm a lot better yeah. than, than I was. Because, shit, I'm still talking about it, but um, yeah. it's more so I'm motivated to push myself. Do better. You know what I mean? To yeah. do better, um, you know, in my in my craft, in my industry. Mm. Uh, because, shit, why, why not? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, am I just, do I want to be mediocre or... Um, I just want to just push until mm. like let's see where this fucking goes right yeah like why not um you know we touched base on like you know when uh, you you feel a little, when, when I feel a little comfortable at like a, a current job for example I get anxious man I'm just like I'm, I'm getting bored like I'm, yeah so I'm trying to push myself a little bit more to do the like of course, the like the little things and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just you know, just through Kobe and everything like that. But um, uh, should, wait, should I should I move into like yeah, yeah, what I'm doing? I was about to segue yeah. into it, but uh, speaking of your craft, right, right, right. Why don't you tell us what exactly you do? Well, I'm. Wow, I haven't <laughs> really. Uh, I haven't really talked about this like in like public yeah anyways but well i'm 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 a up, up and coming young chef right that's that's what i want to you know and obviously everyone asked me like what's your end game do you want to be like an executive chef do you want like a own a restaurant and everything like that and i'm just like yes in a way but mm. at the same time i want to fill all those holes like i want to be a line cook i want to I want to learn inventory. I want to, mm. 
you know, uh, learn pastry here and there. So I know how to make, you know, a basic bread and yeah. make dough. Um, but also like be a support for, you know, cooks around me because it's really a team yeah. process, you know, in, in the kitchen. So do you use kind of like that basketball team <clears throat> mentality? Oh man, all the fucking time. <laughs> my, my chef, uh, I'm glad that he's, uh, really into sports as well. It helps a lot. Um, and it helps a lot and he sees it, mm-hmm. you know, I wear my Laker hat all the time at work and he's yeah. always just like. Who are you, Kobe? And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> always. Always. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, I'm working. You know yeah. What I mean? Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I really, I don't know where I'm really going. Mm-hmm. I know the goal. I want to. I definitely want to become uh, an executive chef one day um, and own a restaurant. But I want to be present more more than yeah. just kind of think about hey look at that like you're enjoying you? you're enjoying the process i very am enjoying the process because like if you start thinking about oh shit man like i gotta be this i gotta yeah. be a sous chef and I gotta be, it's not gonna work out man. yo your ego is gonna get in the way yeah you're thinking about promotion too much mm-hmm. and you're thinking about self too much i really want to enjoy the process and i, I want to help like my teammates out, like on the line, and um, I want to be a support. I want to be, I want to know personalities. You know what I mean? We talked about this. Like, yeah. Uh, and you know, people people say, "Hey, you're you're kind of a good leader." I'm just like, "Oh yeah," you know, <laughs> in my way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, I feel like everybody is a leader. You just gotta find it. You gotta find your how to lead. You can't just be like, yeah. all right, hey, you got to do this for me right now. You know what's funny? Speaking of like <clears throat> everyone's a leader, like a lot of times people just don't even realize that nope. like their actions are how they're leading. Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't have to be vocal to be a leader. Like, yeah. like if you're the one that's coming in early every day, you could like, you know, not be the best person there, but you're leading by example. By example, exactly. So when people get caught up with the, I'm not a leader, like, yes, you are in some way or another you know mm-hmm. but um kind of just talk about like how did you get into like oh cooking yeah <laughs> oh yeah yeah so you and i we we worked at uh brian shaved ice right and yeah. i actually worked in the dessert industry i would say for pink berry right? a long time yeah i worked yeah. at pink berry and i i even did uh uh yogurt land hey right Damn, so I was, I, was in, <laughs> I was in the game for like a good, I would say like, like seven, eight years before I'm just like, hey man, maybe I should get into culinary. Yeah. And even at that time, I just didn't know what, what I was doing. I was, I was, I actually went to Cal State Long Beach and I dropped out because I was fucking bored. I didn't yeah. want to do that shit. You know what I mean? I was actually an Asian American studies major, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I'll like this because I'm Asian and I want to. I, I like history." You know, start doing it. I'm just like, "Ah, man, this is this is too boring for me." Like, yeah. Um, I actually dropped out of Cal State Long Beach, and obviously, I was just like working at Brian Shea Vice, like, 
eight hours a day and just kind of figuring out like, hey, should I, what should I do? Like, I don't, I don't know. So obviously uh, as a Filipino American, like they kind of expect you to become nurses, right? <laughs> to go into the medical like field. RN. Right, or RN or whatever. Yeah. There's a lot of them, right? Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, I don't want to do that. How about let's go into billing? Like let's, let's, let's do some paperwork shit. So I went to go get my certificate in, in billing and coding through Cal State Long Beach. Mm-hmm. And I did that. I, I paid a grand and I was like, fuck it. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> I did it. The classes were fucking boring, but I still got my certificate. And after I got my certificate, I was like, uh-uh, I'm not doing this. And I was still working at Bryant's. Yeah. And, you know, my mom actually... My is my biggest inspiration, I think. Come, you know, besides COVID. Uh, <laughs> uh, she just hands me this uh, uh, LATTC, uh, it's a LA Trade Tech, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, brochure. Yeah. And she's just like, hey, look at this. Maybe you, you would like something of, of, you know, the arts or the trade. And I'm, I might have been, like, fucking pissy at that time. And I was just like, what are you, stop. Like, you're annoying me right now. And I'm just yeah. like, and I literally put this brochure, like, under, like, my bed at that time. Mm-hmm. Right? A year passes. And I remember, I might have, I was probably tired or whatnot. And I kind of just, like, reach over under a bed. Mind you, this is a year after. Yeah. I remember this shit. This yeah. is crazy. I'm just like, look at this brochure, and I'm just like, should I sign up for culinary? Oh. And I I was just like, mm, fuck it. <laughs> the next day, I literally signed up for that shit. Yeah. Signed up for that semester. Isn't it crazy? It's how, like, crazy. A small action, like your mom just giving you a pamphlet. Yes. But that was a year ago. Exactly. Like, it was meant to be, dude. Like, you put it under your bed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a fucking year later, what are the odds? What are the odds, right? And went to school, and I, like, loved it for some reason. Like, I didn't like waking up at 5 a.m., mm-hmm. but I woke up at 5 a.m. for that breakfast class. Right. There was breakfast class. Off, Obviously, there's, like, intro to, yeah. to like, knife skills and... Uh, you know, I did sauces, making sauces, and, you know, making mayo, you know, just like the basics and stuff like that. But going into the kitchen, it was like, ah, shit, yeah. this is me. Like, the, you felt the, grit, it, the grit and grind of that shit yeah. was like, oh, man, I kind of like this shit. And I felt like, I always, I always tell this, this kind of comparison. I'm, we're on a boat, right? We're all pirates. Mm-hmm. And the executive chef is the head pirate. And there's a storm coming. We gotta and maneuver, man. Gotta maneuver, right? And that storm is basically like the 300 guests that are coming in. And, you know, you gotta make food for them. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna back off that and be like, oh shit, I can't do it? Or just fucking push through. Just do it. Yeah. Right? And, man, I, I fucking love that shit. I fucking love being told, like, hey, man, you're 
the fuck? Yeah. Like, you're doing this wrong right now. And I'm just like, okay, I'm going to fix it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like that. I like the discipline and, or- and organization. It's, 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 it's organized chaos in the kitchen. Nice. It's very organized chaos, and I fucking love it. Do you have any inspirations when it comes to cooking, like chefs, anything like? Well, Bourdain was a Dude. big. You know what I mean. Bourdain yeah. is uh, a big, big RIP, part man. for everybody. You know what I mean. Yeah. For a lot of young chefs, Baloo. I don't. Have you heard? Yeah. Of I'm actually like pretty like I, I'm pretty well. Versed. Yeah. You you read. Yeah. I know. <laughs> um, but Bourdain really because I I I I'm still reading his. Uh, I reread his uh, Kitchen Confidential mm. to this day because, like, that, like, the way he writes that book, it, he, he really, like, puts it alive or makes it, you know, like a live book. Yeah. Um, when you read it. And that's, and right now, my, my, uh, my executive chef right now, Chef Tim, Tim Ralph's, uh, He's a big inspiration right now. Uh, Chef Nora um, of Nua House. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out. <laughs> um, they're big influences because they are two chefs that have been very helpful in my development. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of I, I, actually chefs that I, I should name that have been very helpful to my development as a young chef slash cook, prep cook, whatever, but they really are like, they were on my hip, like, hey, you're good. You know what I mean? They give you the yeah. confidence to do better. And I think that's very important for, you know, for young creatives getting mm. into like any industry. They right. need that confidence to like, be like, hey man, you can do this. Like you, this is your shit. Like, yeah. don't, don't back off now. You're in it. We're in war right now, but yeah. you're you can get through this right now. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Um I love those two for a reason. Uh for that reason. Um But yeah, man, it's 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 been a It's a journey, man. It's been a journey and I and, and the thing is I'm still like it's, in the yeah. crusp of it. It's it's weird. It's yeah. just like But you love that, don't you? Fuck yeah. Kind of, kind of going back on the like organized chaos thing, mm-hmm. like, you know, people watch shows like Hell's Kitchen, Master Chef, stuff like that. How like similar or like not similar <laughs> is that? Yeah, man, I don't even watch that shit. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's like it's just entertainment, right? It's like, literally pure entertainment. Um, like if you watch like Gordon Ramsay, mm-hmm. that's not Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, he's acting like he's for acting. sure. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. he's a great chef though. You should watch. Like that's the thing. If you if you want to be, if you want to watch like impactful, like shows, culinary shows, mm. watch Chef's Table for, you know, mm. or watch something that's like a documentary about like a chef. Yeah. Instead of a game show. Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's it's literally pure entertainment. Like oh my god, this guy won this contest. Yeah. Won this month. It's like, it's all good, but yeah. I mean, it's not the real thing, man. Like the kitchen is not like. Yeah. I mean, there are, like, similarities here and yeah. there, but the, the gritty grind and, you know, it's not, it's not the same. Yeah, like, my dad, he's been a, he's been a head waiter for, like, over, like, 20 years. Mm-hmm. He works, right now, he works at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Nice. And, and then, nice. um, 
He also does like catering for a Waldorf Astoria mm-hmm. in Beverly Hills. But he tells me it's like some crazy like kitchen stories. Like, gets heated, man. Like, oh yeah, kind of like sports. Like it is. You know, like but basketball. It's, the com- it's the competitive. That's yeah. the thing. It's people. People think it's like ah, it's just they're just cooking back there just to cook. Nah, man. Nah, man. You're trying to put out the best shit. The you best can. shit you can. Like yeah. it's, it's your it's your work. It's your pride. Exactly. You know what I mean? So. It's, it's again it, working in the kitchen for me at least it's kind of like sports man and um i played you know rec ball and i've mm. been kind of like a point guard all my life so so yeah you have that I natural have that like kind of like okay this is how i'm gonna lead it yeah right um but at, in the in, at the same time like you can't again going back to this like you can't just be the same to every single person yeah because everybody's totally different you know um you got to talk to them in a different like not you can't not fake but it's just like this this person needs more confidence so i'm gonna tell him like hey man don't don't give up don't don't worry about that mistake you did like it's practice Mm -hmm. you know think of it as practice whereas a line a lead line cook that i work with right now she doesn't really she needs confidence but I gotta word it differently. Yeah, you can't just. You like, know what I mean? I can't like, just be like, yo, like, hey, man, you got, yeah. you got this. You know yeah. what I, mean? I, I gotta be like, chef, like, what do you need? Yeah. Um, do you need help with anything? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Do you need help with prep? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's just like different things here and there. I'm learning very quickly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's fun, man. It's. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't really say much. Mm-hmm. Um, with you know the line cooks and say how much i love cooking mm. really yeah you're like you're very chill and like humble about it <laughs> like you, because you know what this industry it's all about humility man yeah you know it's like you don't feed the mass you're feeding like people yeah you know what i mean like for for example like thanksgiving dinner and like christmas dinner that's all humility, man. That's like... Yeah. You, you need to be humble in... I think you need to be humble in every industry. Yeah. You gotta... You, oh, can't, yeah. you can't get... You can't get too high or too low. Um, but... Yeah, man. Being humble is very key to... At least for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I can just... I'm not... I don't know where I'm going yet. Right. Really. I don't think any of us do. You but, know what I mean? But, but like you said, like, I love the process so much, man. Yeah. yeah. It, it makes it worth it. You know, like, getting to the destination, great, you know, but right. you can't get there without enjoying the process. Exactly. It's, it's like, for example, like, being in the kitchen and doing, like, a party for 500 people. The fun thing is really, like, being in the grid and grind of it and being like, all right, and front of house people are like, yo, I, I need this now, mm. you know? And then you see everyone in in the kitchen in unison, like, just kind of pushing. Grinding up. You know what I mean? Like, in and out is not in and out because mm. it's just good. Yeah. It's because they have standards. Dude, that's the word, man. Standards. You know what I mean? They got they got a standard. And they, yeah. they're, they're also organized chaos. Yeah. If you see how they yeah. work. It's organized chaos. Yeah. They got standards. Yo, like how much time, like, 
this burger needs to go out in. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's, that's the biggest thing, man. Yeah. So, um, I, I fucking love it. I fucking <laughs> love being in the kitchen. So, I kind of want to go back a little, but, um, just talk about, like, living in L.A., like, growing up. Oh, shit. What was, what was life like for you, man? I mean, like, everyone I talk to has a different experience. Right. Um, so, I, I got here when I was five. From I was, where? I was, From... Born in, I was born in Tokyo, okay. Japan. Um, and the first, you know, five years of my life was actually, I was a Japanese Filipino <laughs> cat. Like, my mom used to tell me that I used to speak Japanese. I, I, I don't know any Japanese. <laughs> like, I, I, of course, I have words here and there. Yeah. But no, I can't have, like, a, a conversation right. with a Japanese person, but... My first four or five years of life was being a Japanese kid, and um, when you're in Japan, you are just kind of, the safety level there is like 100%. Yeah. Like, you can have like kids, like two-year-olds running around the street, and you don't have to worry of them getting abducted. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but once I got here, I remember... Um, God bless my grandparents, because they're really the real MVPs to bringing my sister and myself here, because they petitioned us and everything like mm -hmm. that, and very, very blessed, because, I mean, there was a lot of Filipinos that wanted to come out here, I'm pretty sure. I mean, yeah. You know, it, I think there was there's a certain amount of people they can let in, mm -hmm. um, you know, at a time, and yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, in that respect, like, I didn't, I didn't think of this as a fucking kid, you know, as a kid, you're like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Here. but now I'm just like, I, I thank my grandparents a lot, um, and my mom, of course, for going through that interview process, because I got to get it's, interviewed and all tough, that shit, it's tough, you know yeah. what I mean, so, I thank them so much, because, you know, as a kid, you don't really have to do shit, you just... I'm I'm one of I'm American now, you know yeah. what I mean? Um so yeah, basically my my early years were just trying to find out what I liked and it, it was really through um my I remember my uncle bringing home a basketball court and just building it into yeah, like, one of those garages okay right where, where Just, did you live though i lived on hancock in hancock park oh wow yeah so uh shout out uh <laughs> south citrus 628 south citrus i used to live in, uh <laughs> right next to john Boros. that 7-eleven shout out you know what i mean yeah uh, there used to be a game mania over there in that plaza where fat burger is shout um, out you know um but yeah, uh, my first few years, I, I just love playing video games. Mm. Uh, I, I played a lot of video games. Yeah, I, I still remember us talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake, dude. <laughs> I'm so excited. Ooh! You know <laughs> the what trailer saying? dropped like two days ago. Yeah, you like, saw that? Yeah. Holy shit, I'm so like, excited. I can't yeah, wait. I can't wait. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's crazy. The first uh, real basketball game I ever saw or I mean I, I was introduced to basketball basically early Maybe yeah I was probably like six right and my grandma actually loved the Lakers hell yeah I think she had the hots for like Barbara Scott 
That's my guy right there. But also had the hots for Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Like this kid just came in out of like you know out of yeah. nowhere and she she loved him. It's that Italian he spoke. <laughs> that just but gets... my grandmother my yeah my grandmother loved the Lakers and she really got me. It's weird because you would think it would be the grandfather, but my grandmother was actually the the head of the family. She took care of business. She was. Hell yeah. I think I think the reason why I'm very disciplined in the kitchen and mm. I am I know respect is because of my grandmother. My grandmother was it was a non no bullshit type no of fuckery type yeah, of Yeah, don't yeah, don't fuck with her because she will she'll beat the shit out of you. Yeah. Kind of thing. Not like physically, but yeah. like she's like, yo, don't talk to me. Like she ain't gonna take your shit. Uh uh-uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well she kinda beat me up. Um but yeah, you know, my early years was just watching the Lakers, really. Like, going back to, again, the Kobe yeah. thing, I just really watched the Lakers a lot. Um, but obviously, <clears throat> my first taste of, like, the, final, the NBA Finals was that Utah Jazz-Chicago Bulls. Um, Classic. I, I saw I saw all those games as a kid. Lucky, man. I was, I was like... I saw all those games. I saw the, the, the Michael Jordan push-off, the push Byron, Byron Russell. Yeah. I, saw, I saw all that. Or the Steve Kerr, yeah. or the, the Michael Jackson... Uh, Michael <laughs> Michael Jordan to Steve Kerr, uh, you know, free throw line shot to yeah. win the game. I saw that shit. Like, I, I still remember that yeah. shit. Um, and, again, like, with that being said... Like, I, I love, I, I played basketball every single day in the schoolyard on recess. Like, I I just wanted to play ball. Right. And, uh, you know, my, my mom would be like, you're, gonna, you're too short to be a basketball player. Um, I'm like, fuck. Like, but that gave you your edge, man. Yeah, like, exactly. You know what I mean? Like right. that, but that's all, I, again, that's all I had. My, my dad at the time was actually still living in uh, Japan mm. and, um, you know, trying to make money and bringing bringing money to us uh through basically he he was a head butler um at the turkish embassy uh in japan wow yeah that's crazy crazy i mean i didn't i didn't think it was crazy then i thought it was just like oh he's a butler like yeah he's just serving people but he was the head guy yeah like now i think about it now i'm just like oh maybe i got some shit through him but, um, yeah, early years, like, I didn't really see my dad. That, that really killed me because I was, a, I was, uh, I really loved my dad because he spoiled the shit out of me. Right? And do, do you feel like it was because he wasn't around a lot? Or was that when he, when you were, like, seeing him a lot more? No, he, well, early on when I was in Japan before I got here, I, you know, he was spoiling me a lot. Oh, okay. And you know what I mean? I, yeah, yeah. When I got here, I was just like, why isn't my dad here? And I have these questions and everything. Yeah. It's really, he was trying to make bread for, you know, for me and my sister. <coughs> yeah. Excuse me. Um, and my mom, you know, because life's tough, man. Like, you, gotta, you know it now, yeah. man. You got to do you what know, you got to do. You got to do what you got to do, man. Like, and it's it, not... It, especially when you're younger, it's a lot harder to see. Like, you know, like, for example, yeah. you said, like, why isn't my dad around, you know? Yeah. It's because he can't be. He can't be because, I mean, obviously, maybe he could have worked here, whatever. You could say yeah. whatever you want, right? But he was making, 
his bread in Japan at that time, and you know it was really helping us and actually helping the whole my whole entire house, like the family out. Yeah. And um, that was tough, you know. But I again, like uh, I, you know, started playing basketball and really made friends through basketball. Yeah, same honestly. You know what I mean? A lot of my closest friends are like through basketball. Through basketball. And right. that's, you know, going back to the whole Kobe thing, it's like, it relates to that, you it know? It relates like, to that because I all these lot kids of, yeah. that were my age, we, I remember in a recess, we would be like, I'm Kobe. No, I'm, no, no, I'm Kobe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I still remember that shit as, as, as a little kid. Like, no, you're Derek Fisher. You know what I mean? Like, no, what the fuck? Even though Derek Fisher's a G, but yeah, like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to be Kobe. Um, but yeah, early on it was just really basketball and video games. That's mm. all I really cared about back yeah. in the day. And my, well, obviously I made friends and, you know, but it was really that. And, and then again, I, I, I talked about this before. Kobe's a male figure because when my dad died, you know, mm. I looked to, to him. Yeah. Or maybe a little bit of guidance because, um, Sorry, but the, the male figures in my my life at that time weren't doing it for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and, you know, it's not their fault. They were probably doing, you know, they were... The best they could. Yeah, they were doing the best yeah. they could, but, you know, um, you know, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, I guess to just wrap this up, I just got some quick questions. Cool, cool, cool. So, I guess first one, <coughs> favorite Kobe moment. Man, that's tough. <laughs> you could name a few, man. I don't care. Like you okay. gotta pick one. I remember. It's it's weird now that that I think of this because I saw a video on IG maybe yesterday, and it was the passing of the torch, really, of when Michael Jordan was on the Wizards mm. and Kobe. He like you know, dropped fifty. He dropped fifty-five. But yeah. the, the thing is, there was a game before that or before that Laker game. It was a Wizards uh, Kobe, mm-hmm. or sorry, uh, Wizards Lakers in Washington, and uh, I think the Lakers lost, and I think uh, the Wizards. I might be wrong, but the basically the Jordan dropped yeah fifty on him, and then he like said something to Kobe, and right? he was like, "Yo, you'll never fill these shoes." And then <laughs> so like he didn't talk to his teammates for like two. Yeah, weeks. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. <laughs> And I didn't know that story, right? Yeah. But you know what's funny? I went to that Laker game. What? Damn. I was in nosebleeds. Yeah. And uh, shout out Ryan Benedicto, Brian <laughs> Shim. I think you guys took me to this game. Shout out. Thank you so much <laughs> for bringing me there. Uh, but I was at that game. Nosebleeds. And I'm a, I'm, I must have been like, I don't know, 14, 15. And I was, I think 14. I'm just young age, basically. Yeah. And you just see this guy just like fucking up the the goat. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he really that was it. That was like kind of like here, here, here we go. Yeah. It's, it's it's yours now. And it's crazy to see like Kobe to LeBron right after. Right, right, you know, right. Recently, but. Um, but also I liked the the 2010 finals. Yeah. <clears throat> Which game, like game seven or like just the whole series the whole series dude i'll never fucking forget like the emotions man <laughs> like 
I was a mess one day. I was like, yeah. that final game yeah. too, man. <laughs> but but game seven, I remember I was in Tower Pizza in Playa Vista mm. with all my best friends. And man, we were, I was just like, fuck. Yeah. We kind of suck right now, yeah. and we might just lose. And yeah, Kobe wasn't playing well. Like, Kobe wasn't he playing He was rebounding well. the fucking ball, but like. But that's what I'm, that's, this, this is where I'm going to go yeah. back to, like, working doing whatever it takes exactly right like because so, i'm a young chef yeah i don't sometimes i'm just like yo man this guy's this guy is cooking better than me right now like yeah give i'll me rather that. do this yeah i'm gonna support him i'll rather rebound the ball because mm-hmm. i'm not in my game like i'm not shooting well right yeah now. you know what i mean it's like almost like knowing your role but like also transitioning like if you like you know like kobe knows his role as a scorer you know like he's he's he gonna get the most guy but he he was also smart because he was like, yo, like I'm not making shots right now. Right. I'm gonna grab every fucking board mm-hmm. I can. What am I gonna do yeah. to help this to team like, win? To like make up for my exactly. mistakes, you know? Exactly. He passed the ball to Ron. Yeah. That, <gasps> I'll never forget like, <laughs> how like you know, the whole like his whole career, like, you know, Kobe never passes, he's a ball hog. That pass sealed the deal, man. Sealed the deal, yeah. Like Phil, Phil won. Phil said no. Yeah. <laughs> Phil said don't shoot. <laughs> that was so funny. Um, and I think I'm just gonna, you know, give a third one. Yeah. Um, it's his last game. Yeah, that's that's in my top three for sure. You know what I mean? The, it's just one. the send the send off. You know, the it's send like off. Yeah. Like that's the last memory of him on the court, just dropping right. sixty. I remember the first quarter, first two quarters, mm. was playing like ass, man. I was like right, yeah, yeah, missing yeah. everything, and he then had to put up fifty shots. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll and just the like willingness to take right. fifty. Like, you know, we both play basketball. Imagine shooting 50 shots. Oh, like, you're sore. For 40 right. plus minutes. Like, yeah. there's no, like, I, uh, there's no way, you know, like, you're fucking, your legs are done. Like, you have no bounce, uh-uh. nothing. I actually have two more. And it, yeah. this is actually after um, his basketball career. I actually listen to a lot, a lot of podcasts, obviously. <laughs> and um, I listened to Lewis Howe's School of Greatness. Mm-hmm. And Kobe was on. And I had listened to this before, like he put it on again like a couple days ago because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously he passed. I remember listening to it and just like being so inspired by like his words and like him being happy for being like a family guy. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously I would, I want kids one day and mm-hmm. I just want to, just like the joy of like, same wisdom just it's it was it's so inspirational yeah um and another po- another podcast all the smoke podcasts mm. i don't know if you yeah i'm familiar the last and that's that's eerie to me because i watched that podcast mm-hmm. and he was just just dropping knowledge left and right and to to see him go a couple days later was just like yeah man is, was this written in a book? You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's so eerie. This life is just you just you just don't know. I mean, so I think one thing is just you know keep pushing and do the best you can always. Yeah. You know, even even when you're just like fuck, man, I don't want to do this anymore. You gotta just like kind of remind yourself like it's you never bigger, know. It's, it's you never know, and it's bigger than you. Yeah. 
And then, last quick thing, just favorite spots to go to in LA. I know, I know you be- Fuck! <laughs> Damn, man! Yeah, like, give me some food places, bars. I know, I know you know, man. Alright, so, I'm gonna start with Leo's Tacos. Of course. On La Brea and Venice. Yeah, That's the there, there's also one in Silver Lake. I know that, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the OG one is over there. Um, I love Quarters. They're the best Korean barbecue place. In LA, I think. Mm. Um, I know I heard this uh, in your last podcast or the first podcast. Uh, Blind Barber. Dude, I go there like every weekend. <laughs> I but I, I've been to the Highland Park one. Yeah. But there was another one no, in, in, in uh, Cover City. Cover right? City. I, yeah. I, I, I like that park. Yeah. I used to go to Vaca Key a bunch. Oh, okay, yeah, like in K Town. <laughs> in K Town. Very Asian uh, spot. Very Asian spot. I. This doesn't exist anymore, but the line mm-hmm. used to be there um, on uh, Normandy. I don't know if you've ever been there, but no. it's not there anymore. Um, I love In and Out. <laughs> Someone I, else said that too. You know what I mean? In and Out's like just a Cali thing. Yeah. Um, ramen spots, Katoya in West LA, Shinsengumi in downtown LA. Um, Tatsu, shout out Tatsu. Brian Shave Ice, <laughs> shout out. You know, um, uh, but yeah, those, those couple. That's, yeah. that's a couple right there. Yeah. Um, that I usually go. Oh, I just went to Beverly Sundubu, so shout out to them. That's What's that? It's a Sundubu. Have you ever had Sundubu? No. It's basically like uh, Sun Tofu is basically it's tofu and mm. it's soup, and it's kind of like this bubbling concoction. Oh. Is it like um, BCD? Yes. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's better than BCD. Alright, for but, sure. Uh, I'll check it out. Yeah, because they, they uh, obviously they have the 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 Kalbi uh, mm. com- combination. Um, but yeah, um, and my mom's uh, Filipino food. Hell yeah. Obviously. So. <laughs> Even though she doesn't cook it anymore. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right, yeah. man. Well. That was great, man. No, man. man. Yeah, it man. felt like therapy, but also catching up. You know. Thank you so much for having me here, man. Yeah, man. Thank it's a so it's a blessing much. to reconnect, honestly, and <laughs> to hear like you know. I feel like I just gained so much wisdom from right, you, right. like all over again. It feels like four years ago, you know. Right. But um, I want to thank you for coming on, thank man. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's been Adrian. It's been good. Keep on going. Life's good, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Me too, man.